Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the morning show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. Happy Groundhog Day. <laughs> Thank you. Happy Groundhog Day to you. I wonder, uh, I wonder if there's any groundhog activity today. Well, Puxitaniville did see a shadow this morning, which means six more weeks of winter. Uh, he's been doing this for uh, over 140 years. Not this actual groundhog, but this is Puck's Phil, and he's been right 40% um, of the time. How does so, that work? In Michigan, he just always sees a shadow, right? We just have to tell people that? I don't know. In Millbrook, uh, New Jersey, they have a long-standing tradition of Groundhog Day, but they canceled it because um, Mel, the groundhog, he died. <laughs> and he looked so good on New Year's Eve, but uh, he, He's took, <laughs> he took a turn for the worse. And Milltown Mel... I don't think that's funny. I know. That's kind of weird. Why are you laughing? He's crossed over to the Rainbow Bridge. There he is last year. I think he maybe got shook around too much and... Jeez, rest in <laughs> peace, Mel. Rest in peace, yes. Mel. Of course, he, as you know, we have a uh, winter storm warning in effect uh, for uh, all of uh, southern lower Michigan. And the National Weather Service is uh, telling us 8 to 12 inches by tomorrow evening. Now you can tell that I'm prepared for a winter yes. storm, can't you? Nice vest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the, the production staff insulted me uh -huh. uh, on the vest, which is fine. <laughs> you shouldn't wear a vest and not expect to get heckled. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah, there we have a live shot from the sky cam. And it's going to be a quiet day because, well, all schools are closed. And a number of uh, organizations uh, shutting down. Center for Family Health closed today. Uh, we just heard from... Lansing, that both the House and Senate will not be uh, taking attendance today or That's holding shocking. session or holding committees or today or tomorrow. Interestingly enough, uh, school superintendents are asking the legislature for more snow days this year, and they're not likely to um, oblige. Well, that just doesn't seem fair no, in, in any regard. I do yeah. appreciate the schools giving uh, folks an advance notice, though. That's nice because yeah. parents do have to plan for... Uh, for today, so mm -hmm. very good. Roads are so slick, so slick. You haven't been in a vehicle yet today, that must be nice. Um, very, very slick out. Remember, we had all that rain and, and warm temps, so it's just sheets of ice yeah. all over the place, so be careful if you're out on the roads, if you have to be. 47 degrees last night at six o'clock, 47 degrees. Uh, it didn't get above freezing until six o'clock this morning. So the snow that we're seeing now, it did not uh, change to snow until about 6 a.m. So hmm. it's thick, it's, it's wet, it is, uh, it's very slick out. Mm -hmm. So you know who I hope gets more snow than uh, Michigan? Uh, Minnesota. And I hope uh, Jim Harbaugh gets snowed in in Minnesota every winter because that's where he's going. Yes, he's interviewing today with the Minnesota Vikings uh, for the head football coaching job. I believe and it's you, a done deal. You, have, you hope he gets it. I don't care. Yeah. You know, you Brandon know. talked some sense into me yesterday. I, I had a moment of weakness. He wants to work with Kirk Cousins. That's <laughs> why, that's why in you yeah, know. <laughs> there's another shot of me and my friend Jim. Now, how could he look at me like that and then go to Minnesota? I don't know. But it's unbelievable that I, Noah has access to that photo so quickly like that. Jim, I, I, don't, I don't think Jim Harbaugh has been that popular here. I don't so know any. I don't know. Maybe Tom Brady will come and take the job. You know, uh, I have some uh, idiot relatives who would 
believe that logic, but I don't know who's gonna who's going to be the next coach. We'll see. There's gonna be some great candidates, I'm sure. That would be exciting. Tom Brady coaching Michigan. Well, why don't we just have uh, Desmond Howard and uh, Charles Woodson coach too? I'm sure they'll do a great job. They were great players. Works works in basketball. Yes, it does. does. Sometimes, (laughs) barely works in uh, barely works in basketball. Speaking of football, did you hear the Washington football team finally announced their new name? Uh, It's been how long has it been? 18 months. Really? Yes. So they announced that their new nickname and new logo uh, announced this morning on the Today Show, the Washington Commanders. That is powerful stuff. A tribute to Washington's military ties, the Washington Commanders. My thoughts are, oh, that's neat. They had to yeah. pick something, right? Yeah. They had to pick something. Uh, the, the feeling in the building here was they should have just stuck with Washington, Washington football, football team. team. But... Uh, that's a neat little seal they have. And uh, do we have any Redskins fans? Or, or I'm sorry. Look at See, I can't even do it, Brandon. Do we have any Commanders fans in the building? No. Uh, where my um, sisters and mom live uh, in Northern Virginia, Washington, that's their football team. So Yeah, that's the football team that they get in their TV coverage, but mm-hmm. they're not active uh, fanatics no. at all. No. But a lot of people in that area yes. are. Yes. Today, interesting day today. It's a palindrome, 2 to 22 And do you know we have uh, like 10 palindromes in the dates in February? Really? Yeah. That's amazing. We've got, and still to come this month, uh, to 22-22. And this is the uh, being um, 2 today. Even though it's Wednesday, it's being called Tuesday. Today? Yeah. yeah. Oh, twos, because it's all twos. Two, yeah, two, right. twos. Tuesday. Yeah, I get Tuesday. it. Hey, we had a great night in sports, uh, which is something we're not going to have the next few nights. Let's take a look at uh, last night's scoreboard brought to you by Extreme Dodge and our uh, great friends at Extreme Dodge. Check out their new oil change building and enjoy coffee, cookies, and my favorite, Diet Coke, while you wait <laughs> for your oil change. What a thriller on JTV last night. Did, were you able to stay up and watch this? I was stayed up and watched it. I couldn't believe I it. I could not take my eyes off this. Adrian, I stayed up and watched the replay. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian beat Jackson and not one, two, but three OTs last night on JTV. I'd like to uh, commend our crew who did a wonderful job. It was just a crazy game. Um, Terrell White had 27 points for the Vikings. Again, three OT. I think that's the first 3 OT game on JTV, for, sh- for sure the first ever live 3 OT game. So uh, fans got their money's worth. Northwest picked up a win, and uh, Mason knocked off Western. Columbia Central, they evened their record at 6-6 six and six with their OT win at Clinton. Girls basketball, East Jackson, they stay hot. They win 69-41 to over at Michigan Center. Leslie took care of Hanover Horton. Northwest beat St. John's, and the hometown Vikings beat Adrian. Stockbridge over Napoleon, Springport over Reading, and the big one, Western beats Arbor Prep. Arbor Prep, uh, they were ranked number three in the state, and I believe were previously unbeaten. Western's been playing some tough teams. Oh, they're so good. They are unbelievable. They are 13-1 and now, and uh, the sports department tells me that Arbor Prep has five Division One girls basketball players on that team, so that's a heck of a win for the Lady Panthers. Uh, Boys bowling, Northwest uh, defeated Western 28 28 and a half to one and a half. 
And uh, on the girls' side, they took care of Western 28-2 to as well. And that's our scoreboard. Nothing uh, on deck tonight as everything, for the most part, is canceled. Mm -hmm. We'll let you know if anything happens. But uh, no sports tonight. That's our scoreboard. Day off for uh, everyone working the games, referees, athletes, coaches, uh, and Jeff Steers. Yeah, Jeff's going to get the day off, too. Jeff Steers and Austin Childs. Yeah, every, yeah, yeah everybody's that's good. off. That's good. Yeah. We have a busy show today. Who's coming in? Uh, we have a jam-packed show. Like you said, we have Matt Howe from Howe Equipment will be up first. Dr. Brent Ellis from Spring Arbor University will join us. We'll also have superintendent at Jackson Public Schools, Jeff Beal. Matt Howe is next. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Community Awards Week is coming to JTV. It's the Jackson County Chamber of Commerce Annual Awards, and the annual meeting in person has been postponed. It was planned for Thursday night at the Michigan Theater in Veritas, but because of the weather, it's been postponed and the date will be announced later. But Community Awards Week will be happening. Award winners will be announced here on JTV, social media, and celebrated with media tours throughout the week, February 7th through the 11th. Individuals who have made exceptional contributions to Jackson, making it a better place to live, work, and raise a family for all will be honored. Honoring uh, excellent customer service, renovated buildings, new building projects, small business owners, women in leadership, workforce development efforts, and volunteers who show enthusiasm for our city. Coming next week, Community Awards Week on JTV. Our first guest on today's morning show is the owner of Howe Equipment, Matt Howe. Good morning. Good morning. Happy to be here. Thanks yeah. for for the invite. Yeah, it's a it's a perfect day for you to be here. Obviously, uh, with with the snow flying. Yeah. Uh, talk a little bit about how equipment. Well, I, uh, I I got brought to the area because I played basketball at Springer University, so that's what brought me here. I was a teacher at Northwest High School, and I was a teacher looking for an extra income, basically. And uh, you know, really, I was just buying and selling things from couches to washers and dryers to found a, a beautiful church pew, you know, that you see in the entranceway of a, of a building. Um, and just, just buying and selling some of that stuff. And I got into the world of equipment, zero turn mowers. And, uh, you know, it led to the point now in the summertime, we're selling anywhere between uh, 50 and 80 used mowers in a single month. So just amazing. a super high, you know, turnover, and we're, we're excited because I did this, I quit my teaching job three years ago, and once, you know, these kids, if anyone watched this, <laughs> I got to the point, I was in between class striking deals, and I'm like, I was more fired up about, yeah. you know, that, and I, I was ready to move, and, uh, you know, the opportunity to create your own business, uh, it, it's a fun thing to do, and I'm, yeah. I'm young and energetic, so I'm, you know, sky is the limit as far as what I'm trying to do, you know, so I quit, I was in a little quarter acre lot, basically. Just uh, I, I had I was I did it with enclosed trailers for a little bit. So I had about seven, eight enclosed trailers 
behind a quarter acre lot. My neighbors loved me. Yeah, I bet they did. They actually did. I built the relationship, right? And they were okay with it. Rocky Feaster, shout out to you. Um, but uh, yeah, and it, it just, it evolved, you know, to the point where I bought a, a 24 acre property and, and really started to create something that was a true business, you know, behind that property. And, uh, you know, six months ago, we bought this commercial location and, uh, you know, among all the stuff, we knew we wanted to get into new equipment. So out of all the used equipment um, that we saw it, from the mower world, we liked Toro the absolute best. I reached out to Toro. It was within a couple days. They reached back out to me. And, uh, you know, everyone knows that name Toro, tried and true. And so that's why... Uh, you know, that's kind of why we went that direction. And we were excited they wanted to partner. They kind of saw the opportunity there. Yeah. But, you know, the, the heart of, of my business is, is used equipment. And this time of the year is completely flipped from the summertime. We're doing uh, ATVs and side-by-sides with plows. Yeah. You know, I so I the storm, right? Yeah. I sold about 15 units the last three days. And it, it was wild. You know, I just yeah. did a video a couple days ago with a full showroom and it's empty, you know, and we're going out to get more stuff. I yeah. sent a guy out to Southern Illinois to bring more equipment up and we're just kind of hustling to get more stuff, uh, you know, here. But we want to be a different experience because we're so focused on the used and we go through the equipment top to bottom. We sell everything with a 30 day warranty. So we want it to be that safe buying experience. You know, if you get that home and we miss something, we want you to bring it back and we'll make it right with you. You know, so we're yeah. trying to do things different and be, you know, unique in the equipment with, with so much used. I like to uh, hang out at your store because of all the cool side-by-sides and, and yeah. quads and, and did you and buy something? No, no, I didn't buy anything, <laughs> but but uh, I do have something that I'm going to get repaired. Ah, so yeah. we have that. Uh, oh, we have the that JTV order. golf cart? Yeah, the JTV golf <laughs> carts. Uh, yeah, the how trailers come to yeah, get that. Yeah, so. that's right. What that's about, right. all right, well, you know, obviously we're in winter storm. Yeah. Are, do you have any snowblowers left? I've got some snowblowers left, you know, and I talked about the focus being the, the ATVs and the side-by-sides, but we, we have about, I think, like four left. So okay. we're hoping, hey, you guys can come in and, and get prepared for the storm. I brought, I don't know if they'll, they'll show that on the oh, camera. Yeah. I brought one in with me sitting on the ground here. I, uh, I loaded uh, a big two stage, I think it's showing there on the screen, but I loaded that up in the truck and it was, it was uh, too much for me to, to pick up. So I had to get a smaller <laughs> one here. So this one sells for about $600. Um, so you, we've got a few of these in stock and we got uh, a big two stage in stock as well. So it's awesome. Yeah. Def definitely makes uh, snow removal a lot easier yeah yeah for sure well you know if you don't mind since you brought the snowblower with you yeah. today yeah uh, before you leave could you do our sidewalk oh uh, you know it looks like that's like a public type thing <laughs> i don't know if you're it should be hopefully it, it's but, done by the time yeah, you get right. out I, th I think the city yeah. is is yeah. taking care of now, it uh yeah. i don't know if you can tell uh, how tall matt is from um, him sitting but you're uh six foot eight wow yep, six foot eight and so you played uh, i played basketball at spring Arbor university that's you know what brought me to the area I, uh, you know, growing up, I, I was into sports, you know, that was uh, kind of a consuming thing for me. That was my, you know, now I've got this, uh, this my wife will tell you, obsessive focus about the business. <laughs> Before then, it was sports. And uh, I played golf my last year out there as well. Um, so, you know, golf and basketball were, were it for me. And uh, shout out to Coach Cottingham for kind of helping shape me, you know, to who I am today. Absolutely. Played a big big role in that what so. a great story though um you know moving here going to school getting married establishing a business and a family here yeah. is that something when you 
when you got to Spring Arbor, did you think, you know what, maybe I, maybe I will make Jackson home, or was it just kind of uh, the way things uh, fell when you graduated? Yeah, you know, I'm from Kalamazoo area, went to Gull Lake High School. My wife is from Dexter. This is the perfect middle ground, so it, it, it was a possibility. But I had some ambitions where I wanted to try to play basketball overseas, mm -hmm. actually. And, you know, if you're, if you're NAIA um, and you're trying to go make it, you, you got to start pretty low over there just to try to get something, you know. And I was on my way down to an exposure camp down in Georgia. This is this this was my honeymoon trip. My wife is <laughs> my wife is an angel. <laughs> that was our honeymoon trip, and this this got canceled. The, this exposure camp got canceled the day before we got there. So we kind of made something out of it, and then I got a call from a couple schools right after that. And I'll tell you what: when you're married, it's like putting putting food on the table, making sure you get an established job. Uh, and my right then it kind of. It changed. Yeah, you know, I was I was ready to to kind of go that route, you know, and uh, so that's what I did for a few years before uh, before this opportunity came. So, so when should uh, when should folks start to get a hold of you for uh, for the spring for mowers? Uh, for Yesterday, the, yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah, we you know we've got push mowers in stock, just a small, and that's really not our focus. We do a lot of the big zero turn right. mowers, from residential to commercial, and. Uh, that's a big thing, this whole shortage of equipment, you know, getting it in. But because we get used, we can get it anytime we want. You know, we keep stock and uh, we are supposed to, I'm told, you know, by Toro that they've got uh, some of the stock already. It's just a matter of getting enough for a trailer load. So we hope within the month we're going to see a lot of this big stuff. You know, you guys can come in and actually get your hands on the new stuff. So. That's great. And you're located on yeah. Lansing Ave in yeah. the old Susan Vaughn dance studio. Yes. For yep. A lot of long time uh, folks will remember that. Uh, I I uh, I came in there, you know, when they're they're clearing stuff out and some of the staff and uh, you know they said this is this is desecration what you're doing. Yeah, you know, it's a little different, to, right? We had to dance and now it's going to be equipment <laughs> tractors going in and out yeah. of there. But uh, you know we we respect what used to be there and we're yeah. appreciative of you know it's actually a great space. You know, three big areas where we've got mechanic space and a showroom. So so it's a great building. Room to dance. Plenty of room to dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks you guys can still come down, you know, the yeah. dancers and check it out. So. Yeah, we'll def definitely uh, encourage you if you have not been to How Equipment yet. It's always fun uh, catching up with Matt, and he's got some awesome stuff to look at, too. So, okay, good luck with the snowblowers today, and yeah. if you're trying to buy one, you better get over there right now. Yes. So, yes. Matt Howe yes. from How Equipment on the morning show. We'll be right back with Dr. Brent Ellis from SAU. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to The Morning Show on JTV. Our next guest is the president at Spring Arbor University, Dr. Brent Ellis. Good morning. Good morning. How are you two? Good to see you. Yeah, it was fun to sit in and hear a little bit of Matt's story. Yeah. Hadn't heard that. You know, last I knew he was teaching school, and, and it's fun to see, you know, grads go out and be industrious and find ways to create 
It's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. What a uh, great story. We love it too because he stayed in Jackson. Yeah, I mean, that's, and, right. And there's a, you've you've got quite a few alums. Oh my goodness. Really, and and not just yes. going into the workforce, starting businesses. It's cool. Oh yeah, I mean right across the street, Lean yeah. Rocket Lab is yeah. an example, right? I mean we it's it's fun to see students come in, you know, and again as a liberal arts institution, you know, you don't necessarily have to come in with a particular degree slant and focus, mm -hmm. you know, we do have professional program. Like we started engineering, we've right. done you know, criminal justice and social work and a, and a variety of things like that, business, marketing. Um, but, you know, the, the exposure that our students have to multi-disciplines because of the liberal arts emphasis allows them to, to be able to think more broadly than what their, the particular degree is. Mm -hmm. So, Matt, education, Perfect and now he's example. running a business, right? Yeah. I mean, what a... What a great what a great example of, of what a liberal arts institution has the ability to bring about. Yeah. It seems, yeah, you know, yeah. it wasn't that long ago. You know, everyone that we talked to, well, there was uh, worship music. That that was one of the areas yeah. that they were at Spring Arbor mm -hmm, before. Mm -hmm, they mm -hmm. would come here and they'd leave. But mm -hmm. it's really, I, I've noticed so many more people have after they finish at Spring Arbor, they just they want to locate here, and yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jackson County. I remember when I when I moved here. It's kind of it goes back years ago now. I mean, 2009. I moved here in the summer or the mm -hmm. spring of 2009, and I can remember the, you know, that was a hard time for Jackson. That was a difficult time. I walked in and and, you know, I had a whole different perspective because Jackson County was new to me, mm -hmm. and I saw, you know, the parks. I saw the industry. I saw the you know the the, um, you know the golf courses. I love golf. <laughs> you know, and, and the golf courses and. Uh, the you know the the schools that were present and and I thought this has this place has a lot of potential mm -hmm. and it was you know and so it, it's neat to see you know some of our students graduate and be a part of that revitalization of what's taking place broadly within Jackson County it's very exciting in the in the programs uh, that have that have been able to be offered, you know, the, yeah. the increase in that over your time. I mean, it, it's just amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's been, it's been a fun, it's been a fun process, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, to think about, um, you know, what is it, what does it look like for us to be a good partner, you know, for our county right. and for this area? And so, you know, obviously, you know, nursing was a great extension of that. And so starting the residential nursing program a few years ago, in fact, we just had a, and a phone call with you know with Henry Ford Allegiance and you know the, there's there's significant need for nursing and so we have you know the good news is you know we have um, we have a, a wonderful online program so if somebody like so say Jackson College graduates an RN right mm -hmm. they have the ability to come in and you know and we we could take as many of those students and put them through a BSN or an MSN program even a DNP program as as they could send us I mean there's no there's no shortage of opportunity for education in Michigan. Right. None at all. The, the issue is not the education. The, the, the uh, issue is really is the interest. And so having, right. having students be interested in wanting to, to develop and to grow in, into that discipline, it's a, it's a tough time to be a nurse. Yeah. But then engineering, you know, the electrical and mechanical engineering and the, the partnerships that we have with many of the manufacturing companies in this area, it's been a very exciting. A lot of appetite for folks to... You know, folks in Jackson to come and say, "Yeah, be you know, build this outstanding." And we have we have an outstanding program. It's an outstanding program already. You know, the the individuals that are leading that 
that I think you've had Ron DeLapp on. Mm -hmm. You know, we have uh, you know another uh, you know another uh, electrical engineer that's come in named Victor Cardiff, who is who's tremendous. In fact, he's he's leading a uh, a team of our engineers right now in a um, kind of in a business startup that that hopefully will again find itself in Jackson as part of a Ford Motor Company competition, and they mm -hmm. are. I mean, they are right at the very top. I just had a conversation about it yesterday with a gentleman who's a part of the, the judging and a part of that. They said, I, we really think, you know, your engineering team from Spring Arbor may win this whole thing. And uh, wouldn't that be amazing? That's big time. Yeah. Hell yeah, that'd be tremendous. And so, and uh, we have a, another gentleman that's uh, on his way right now. His name is uh, Dr. Jesse French, and we were able to recruit him away from a top-tier engineering program down in, in Texas to come up and and uh and help build and lead awesome. you know what we're doing it's it's amazing i just you know got the, you know you know my faith expression i can't help but talk about my faith but you know i god has he's blessed us he's opened up doors for us that we thought may not ever be a possibility and he has provided ways for us to move into some of these disciplines because starting me mechanical engineering electrical engineering it costs millions and millions right. of dollars mm -hmm. and you know we've been able to to get those things off the ground and, and do it without any debt. It's awesome. And it's, it's amazing. I was, amazing. Well, Baker, they tried it, it, it just, and they really tried hard yeah. right here in this town. And, and uh, yeah. it's proof that it really is a difficult program it to is. get yeah. started. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a difficult program to get started. You have to do it the right way, but you have to have the, the right people. And that's where you know, I'm really excited about the, the faculty that we have coming in, you know, men and, men and, mm -hmm. and, and individuals who've built these programs and done these run these programs all over the country at top tier institutions that are now coming to Spring Arbor to because they have, they see the vision they have a passion and they they believe that it, there's a huge potential and possibility so it's exciting I was on campus uh, yesterday driving through campus campus yeah. going to visit uh, my grandmother and the 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 university culture I mean you, you wouldn't know it was winter you wouldn't know that there's still COVID going on I mean you st oh. you still see the kids walk you know kids walking yeah. around I just I just love that uh, yeah it, it feels like you know university how are you guys yeah. able to really over the last few years kind of maintain yeah. that culture well we've you know we set a and I, I set a challenge to our team you know, and that's been two years ago. Isn't that crazy to think about? It's been two years since you know, COVID really began to crazy. impact our, our, our world. Um, we, what we did is we said, okay, we are going to make decisions based upon what we know to be true. Because I think there's two, there's two ways you can go with, you know, again, COVID was, was there was so much unknown, mm -hmm. right? And so you had people that were, that were reacting out of fear and saying, oh, we gotta, you know, everything's gotta be, we gotta shut down everything. Then you had people that were, you know, kind of almost in a cavalier way, a way right. saying, yeah, you know, it's a, there's sniffles, you know, right? Mm -hmm. Well, it's, the reality is it's, it's both of them. I mean, there's, it's a, it's a, you know, there's almost a middle road within mm -hmm. that. And so what we tried to do is just say, let's, let's make policy decisions based upon what we know to be true. Mm -hmm. And and that really has led us in the in the direction of what you know. So right off the bat, when you know when the governor said, and you know back in 2020, you know we'd like every and all the colleges and universities to shut. We we abided by that, mm -hmm. and we had the ability to do that really quickly because of our pretty you know expansive online mm -hmm. presence already. We you know, turned you know in a week we turned that around. Yeah. It was actually it was a weekend. Our faculty were amazing, and our technology folks were amazing within that. But then as that summer went on, we realized. 
we can, you know, particularly at a place like Spring Arbor, we, we have the ability to, uh, you know, to extend our academic hours, you know, mm -hmm. so that throughout the day, you know, go into evenings a little bit more. We can spread out, you know, within a classroom. We can, we can put, you know, provisions around, you know, mask usage and things like that. So we've, so, um, you know, we came back in that next fall operational and, you know, and had, you know, now we had, you know, we, we restricted some large gatherings and we did a lot of things, we did a lot of things that we normally do inside, outside, but this year we've been, we've run pretty much yeah. normal. I mean, it's, you know, there's, there's still, you know, some fears and, you know, we still ask people to get tested if they're, mm -hmm. you know, if they have, you know, and, and we've, you know, had a great relationship with Garsha Labs and, and, uh, and, uh, and they've provided tests for us, you know, and the ability for us to get, you know, rapid tests, uh, turn, well, their PCR tests are turned around rapidly, yeah. which is amazing. Uh, very, you know, very thankful for, uh, for their um, help within that. But it's, you know, we've, we've had a rigorous testing. Put up, um, you put up circus yeah. tents and uh, got a yeah. lot of kids outside we for did. the classes. <laughs> we did, we did. I mean, Whatever you gotta do. They were, they were huge, yeah. huge tents. And, you know, and there's a place I'm like, well, it, it, what's interesting is some of those things we thought, you know, this, you could do this there's, there's something that's neat about having something like a, a place outside right. to gather like that. So I think, you know, we won't continue to put up all of the tents that we've been putting up, but I think we'll have one or two tents up every fall and, yeah. and uh, every spring and, you know, just a place to gather outside. And if it rains, you can get out and get underneath well, it. We've got beautiful indoor facilities too. We were able yeah. to uh, spend the day at the McDonald Athletic Center for yeah. the Shot Clock Classic yeah. Uh, yeah. a few weeks ago. Yeah. And we've been out uh, this past weekend to see a couple of the men's and women's uh, basketball games. Yeah, They've got a little bit of the season left. Uh, I think yeah. there's still time to turn things around. Well, I'll tell you, it's a, these are, this, <laughs> you know, you have some years that go really well and you have some yeah. years that are rebuilding years. And I think for both our men's and women's team this year, it's, they're rebuilding years. But it's fun to see them play. And I tell you, the you know, I, I you know, you know, we saw the the picture of Dan, big Dan Klutz dunking. You know, he's a seven footer. You know, Matt said he's six eight. We might have to get the uh, tape. Out. I think they're a little, they're a little closer <laughs> than that, than that four inch span that he wants to. But um, no, I tell you, our you know, our our guys team and our ladies team. You know, what's fun is you know is to see, um, is to see the character, to see the grit and the commitment, and and uh, there's a good shot of the renovated facility it's beautiful it's you know to have the suite up there and uh and then to kind of create that stadium feel in that huge field house you know that that field house was built in the 1970s and so to bring that refresh that refreshed look and now you walk into it you feel like you're walking into a, a stadium yeah, and then an you arena. get in there it's like a bowl there's a yeah. it's like an arena and uh you know the the folks that did that work for us were really good the architects and, and it turned out it turned out really well we're you know we're really happy with with how that has, has taken place. And so it's been neat to see that. It's not, you know, we've, we do that in the you know, uh, McDonald Athletic Complex, but to see the, you know, the, what we've done within some of the academic spaces mm -hmm. with the, you know, the Weatherwax Biochem Lab that we've been able to do and the, you know, the Jaworski Simulation Labs for nursing and you know, what we've been able to do within, within engineering space. And mm -hmm. it's, just, it's pretty neat to see um, how, you know, again, the, it's, it's through the generosity of, of individuals, men and women who, who see the passion, you know, have the same kind of passion, see, see the potential of what a, you know, a, a, a unapologetically Christian liberal arts institution in this community can do to impact the community for good and, uh, and want to come alongside and partner with us and, 
in making you know, Spring Arbor the, you know, what it is. It's a world-class academic institution. Yeah. And yeah. a wonderful asset for Jackson County, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. and Brent, an, an asset as well. Brent, you said oh. came here in 2009, yeah. started as president 2013, 13. I believe. Yeah, that's right. And over the winter, the, the Board of Trustees uh, extended your stay for the next five years. Yeah. So during your tenure, you will become the longest serving Ooh president of Spring Arbor in its history. Well, it's a, it's a little, I mean, there's a, there's some, there's some neat things about that. But there's also, you know, the fact, the reality is the fact that I will be in, at 12 years will be the longest serving president in Spring Arbor's 150 year history. It's amazing. It's crazy. It is, it's really. crazy. Uh, but it, show, it does show, I think, the need, you know, for, you know, individuals to come in and, and have you know, a longitudinal experience. You know, you, you know, if you want to build something that is lasting, and that, in fact, I just had a conversation with a, uh, a new track coach that we're bringing in, and, uh, and part of what we talked about is, you know, if you look at, you know, some of our best athletic programs, you know, women's soccer, two national championships, went to, you know, men's basketball really is a, is a phenomenal program. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the longitudinal time, you know, that Ryan Cottingham has had in leading that program you know that you know that Jason Chris has had in leading the women's soccer program. You know you have to have people that have staying power that are going to be there. They're going to be present. They're going to invest in in those areas. That's what's going to that it takes some time to build some of those things. And so yeah, I'm I'm excited to you know when we moved here, I was excited to say hey, we're going to make Jackson County our home. Spring Arbor is going to be our home, and we're committed to that. And, and I'm thankful that the board sees the value in that as well. So. Awesome. Well, we're glad you're here too. Thank you. Dr. Brent Ellis, you don't age either, by the way. I oh, yes, I do. No, no. You look the same as you did when we yeah. you. Well, thank Thanks you. for being with us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dr. Brent Ellis from Spring Arbor University. Jeff Beal, superintendent at Jackson Public Schools, next. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Next on The Morning Show, Superintendent of Jackson Public Schools, Jeff Beal. Hi, Jeff. Good, good morning, morning, good morning. Nice to see you both. Your number one question yesterday, <laughs> is there school tomorrow? And of course, uh, you are one of the uh, districts that decided you got to give the families notice. Yeah, and I think that's that's the biggest uh, piece for us is we we could all see the storm coming. And and uh, you know, living in Michigan, we've seen storms that never really made it or that fizzled out. And um, but we were once we were really sure that this one was going to going to hit us and impact us, we would rather make that decision the night before if possible. That gives our families the the biggest lead time, um, the biggest head start on taking care of arrangements for their children if if they can. And uh, and then for us, you know, we. Our buses are out on the road by 6 a.m. every morning, and so you know that means I've got employees coming to work uh, much earlier than that, you know, in order to get the buses ready to go. And so I don't want to make that call, you know, really after about 5:30 because by then I've got people at work and buses are out driving the roads, and you know we have students get on the bus, so you you don't really want that either. So uh, this was a good opportunity for us to to take a look at the the storm that was coming and. Uh, I give my tip my hat because it's not just Jackson Public Schools; it's really our entire county. I, I think I was in communication with the county soups, my peers from around the 
the other districts um, all day long, and, and we were kind of taking a look at what it was going to mean for the Career Center, what it was going to mean for some of our more rural communities, uh, not just City of Jackson Center. Well, we've got uh, some exciting things happening uh, this winter, construction continuing. We've got the bond project at uh, the middle school, the big uh, Glick uh, practice facility uh, yep. under construction, and I don't know if you've been behind Jackson High lately, but it is coming up fast. I gotta tell you something, Jeff. Someone, uh, they called me and said, hey, do you know what is going up behind Jackson? It looks like the Al Glick Fieldhouse at U of M. I said, well, <laughs> it's gonna look awfully similar to that. <laughs> it's the Al Glick <laughs> Athletic Center is the official name of the, I love that. of the facility. Um, and yes, it's going up right now. Uh, it's, you know, this will be a, a state-of-the-art athletic facility. Um, so. You can see the steel structure going up. It's going to look like this, if you will. The, the image is here for quite a little while while they get everything uh, bolted together and, and they do the work that kind of goes to the infrastructure and then it'll take off again. Uh, that facility will be completed though by August. Um, it'll have a, basically a 50 yard field plus a 10 yard end zone inside. You'll be able to kick field goals inside this thing. Uh, you know, the marching band's going to practice inside here. The soccer teams, it's going to be striped for soccer. That It's going to be striped for baseball and softball to, to do hitting inside. This thing's really something special. And, uh, you know, I can't say thank you enough to my friend Al Glick, mm -hmm. um, you know, for his, his huge support of Jackson Public Schools uh, and, and certainly, you know, our students. Yeah, and absolutely bettering the community as well. Yeah, sure. he, he sees a vision for what the school's going to Yeah, and like. an alum that really has put his, poured his heart and soul into Jackson. No doubt. And Jackson High. And Andy and I were at the uh, Aquatic Center the other day. Andy predicted that uh, we're going to see potential D1 athletes, families move to Jackson so they can go to Jackson High School. I have said this, you know, when you, when you come through what this, this facility is going to look like in, in the next two years, you know, I, I look at the weight program that's inside of that the, the facility, and we're, we're actually in the process of, of hiring an athletic um, coordinator, a weight training coordinator to come in and build out strength and nutritioning programs for every athlete, uh, whether you're a tennis player or a cross country mm -hmm. runner or you're a football player, uh, you know, it's diet and exercise. It's called feeding the machine and, and really learning the, the weight training that's going to be specific to your sport. But beyond that, when we start to think about you know, our kids are going to walk out of our campuses and they're going to end up on college campuses, I promise you, and they're going to go, this is what you've got for facilities because they are going to be second to none. And no, absolutely there's gorgeous. no doubt. Yeah. Opportunities for, for, for JPS students, the opportunities for our, uh, our students, whether you're uh, academics or athletics, are going to be, going to be really top-notch. Yeah, kids are going to grow up here and turn into D1 athletes <laughs> well, as well. Well, you know, I mean, yeah, it's, uh, if you look around the country, there there's some some people that get it if you will right so around mm -hmm. the state and uh you know in order to be competitive in this day and age you really have to have the best of the best so. well and, and, and we are we're investing in a lot more than simply the building right, right. like we're, we're really kind of building out that infrastructure that's designed to, to grow our our system not mm -hmm. just you know for a one year but really really provide opportunities for years to come so that's that's the goal from the beginning is how can we create that for our for our kids one more year of uh, a virtual uh, ambassador auction. Yeah, it's it's hard even right now as we we start to see. And I'm in touch with with you know Henry Ford. I get numbers from them every week. I get numbers from 
you know, Jackson County Health Department. We certainly see what COVID does. Um, it's hard to say, even with Omicron, kind of, is it waning? I don't know, but it's hard to, to really say it's a good idea to bring everybody together uh, right now. Mm -hmm. um, so one more year of, uh, of an online auction um, on March 11th. Uh, that will be a great opportunity for, uh, you know, to be able to support our students. Uh, we really are showcasing you know, the, the, the history and the story of our, of our students that are graduating, but also our alumni. Uh, so, you know, we've got tremendous, tremendous history and, and our, our students, when they graduate, they go on to, to become leaders around the world. There, there really is a global economy that, that JPS feeds into and that our students, you know, become a very rich part of. So uh, take a look for that to come. Uh, we would love to have your support. Anybody can, can you know, join us, that would be great. I'm married to one of those fine alums that uh, Jeff That's was right. talking about. That's yeah. right. So, hello, yeah. Stephanie. Yeah, um, yeah which we always enjoy uh, enjoy uh, going. And I always love um, when we when we had it in person. The the top of the class. Yeah. I mean, you really have some stars, don't you? We we absolutely do. You know, it is not uncommon every year. Um, you know, we tend to graduate more students who who go to top 10 universities, go to Big Ten universities, go to Ivy League universities, then, then some schools graduate. I mean, it's not uncommon for us to send 25 to 30 kids up to Michigan State or 20 to 25 kids over to U of M. It's not uncommon for us to send kids to Harvard or to Brown or to, you know, it's, it, those are pieces that our kids aspire to. And it's because, you know, they, they have access to 13 different AP courses. You know, we've talked at length about the early college opportunities and, you know, we we pour out, uh, I you know, hundreds of kids who take college credits while sitting in class, and they're killing it on college mm -hmm. campuses. I mean, these guys go out there and they outpace anybody that's you know typical freshman class in any university around the country. I think I mentioned it last time I was on here. Ninety percent of the credits attempted last semester passed. There mm -hmm. isn't a college on the wow. on the on the campus or you know in, in the country that could say our freshmen pass at ninety percent. No way. And that's Especially what our that that's group. what our high school <laughs> students are doing. Our high school students. I mean, I think there were eighteen hundred college credits awarded last semester. Last semester, eighteen hundred college credits. It, hands down, we're, we're we're really doing what we can that's to, amazing, to really. turn out yeah. opportunities for kids. We had one of your kids on. Um, a few weeks ago, I was going to Cornell. There's also someone uh, going to, I believe, Yale. Yep. Already, they've you know made their commitments for mm -hmm. next year. Yeah, yeah it's it's cool. So to our, see. our kids aim for the stars. They really do shoot shoot for for the very best, and and without a doubt, they they're they're prepared to achieve it. So, mm -hmm. we were talking the other day on what everybody got on their SAT and ACTs. <laughs> and do you remember yours? You know, I, I, I wish I could tell you that I did. Um, you know, it's a, it's a long time ago, so how's that? Yeah, that's a good answer. <laughs> I, I was a poor test taker, too, Jim, so no. But again, it's, uh, it doesn't matter as much as it used to. Anymore. I took the ACT twice, let's just put it that oh, way. The, okay. first, the first time might not have been my best effort. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I was... I well, was you're in good in. company at this table, then. <laughs> you took it three times. You know, it, you know the, the irony is, is that many colleges and universities are actually moving away from the ACT and the SAT as an mm -hmm. online screener or as that test screen of success um, and so it'll be interesting to see how how that evolves as we move forward um, and I think what we've what we've kind of discovered is that that standardized test is really just a snapshot it's a slide uh, of, of a one-day 
you know, and I, I always make my own joke, you know, I took the test twice. Well, I remember my first day and, you know, I, the night before I was, I was up quite late and I wasn't, I wasn't as concerned about the test. I didn't take mm -hmm. it as seriously as I thought I might should have. And, you know, obviously you get those opportunities come back around. Kindergarten Roundup time is coming oh, yeah. up and you do this at uh, all your uh, elementary schools. We do, and you know we try to make this an experience. So, you know, you, you see the dates on the, the the screen here, and they'll be posted all over our social media pages. They'll be posted, you know, uh, on our websites. And I would encourage you, if you've got a four-year-old um, who's ready to join us for kindergarten, we would love to see you come down. And whether it's a Young Fives program, um, uh, where your birth date might fall in the fall uh, to turn five in the fall, we really want to have a conversation with you because. Um, we can help make certain that they get the best start. You know, we, we really want to make certain that they're coming to our kindergarten camps in the fall. Um, they get that school readiness going. Um, but we really changed our approach from much more of just a recruiting and, and, and sign up, you know, period. It's really about, about bringing in our community partners. So you see a whole team of people that come in and really help to make certain that the family's got everything that they need, that the, the district's got as much information about the students so that when they arrive, we're already scripting a unique education plan just for that child. Next year's kindergartners will be the class of 2035. Oh, good <laughs> Lord, why did you put that on the screen? John? Listen, listen, listen I, am, I am down, I, you, know, you know me, I've got five kids and I am down to one building for the first time and I can't tell you how long, I've got a senior and a freshman and so, you know, for me, it feels great because I'm yeah. down to just one school. Awesome. I've been in, I've been in every building for so long. <laughs> Thanks for being here on snow day. Yeah, it's it's a blast. Everybody, please drive safe out there. Uh, there is a good uh, a good amount of, of ice and slush underneath the snow, and obviously, it's still coming down. Um, please stay safe, and we will see you in school tomorrow. Well, possibly Maybe. anyway. <laughs> Jackson Public School Superintendent Jeff Beal. Morning show continues in a moment. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. You know, I don't think we've talked about food yet today. Oh, I'm hungry. How about steak? Uh, Golden Corral, outside Philadelphia, people uh, got a little irritated when they ran out of steak at the Golden Corral. Apparently, uh, there were a couple of guys in line at the buffet, uh, and one guy got his steak before the other guy, and then someone overheard someone say in the kitchen, we're out of steak, and then crazy hilarity ensued. Tables. I <laughs> desperately want to be at this when this happens. I was at a Shoney's once where this happened, but it was before cell phone video. Um, wow. That's good. Golden Corral. When you're, when you're traveling, mm -hmm. I That's always recommend you stop at the local Golden Corral. <laughs> um, they're right off the highway next to the Super 8. It's funny. The Golden Corral, their commercials, look at they, the guys on the they can't even make their food look good in their commercials. Uh, imagine how it looks in person. Wow. <laughs> uh, I like this. <laughs> the waitresses. I like the gather, <laughs> gather round sign. Yeah, gather round. Fists oh my up. God, he threw wow. a ladder. They must have had some uh, construction going no, on. No, those here. were kitty seats. Oh, they're throwing <laughs> high chairs. High chairs. Yeah, the waitress is trying to set up. There. See, he's, he's using the uh, 
Tigeris. <laughs> As kind I of feel bad for the employees plow. at places like this, you know, and you, you see a lot of the, the fast food mm. fights online. And it's like, these people don't ask for this. They're just going to do their job and yeah. have to deal with uh, a lot of times uh, drug-induced and alcohol-induced uh, individuals, and uh, they get uh, food thrown at them. So mm -hmm. it's disappointing. Yeah. But it's not going to stop me from meeting at the Golden Corral. We don't have a Golden Corral here. Thank Where's you. the closest one? Uh, are there any in Michigan? Oh, there surely is. Huh. Uh, oh, Detroit area. In the area. Detroit metro yeah. area, they're saying. Yeah. Yep. No, I haven't been, been to one. All right, who's coming up uh, tomorrow? Tomorrow we have uh, Denise Owens from the Jackson County Fair. We'll, we're also going to have Nick Schaefer from Automated Logistics. We'll uh, catch up on some uh, supply chain issues and also the chamber connection. And, and we'll, uh, you tell me who's coming up huh. on your show. Well, it's Catholic Schools Week, so we have uh, Liz Hartley from Queens, yes. along with teacher Holly Engeman, who was a uh, third grade teacher. Tova Sheldon, head of the ISD's Education and Learning Services. Julie Weisbrod from the City of Jackson Rec Department, senior coordinator. And Ryan Barrage from Burton Electric and the JCCA. That's later today. We'll see you then.